Hello, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm your host, Carly McBride. Before we dive in this week, here's your reminder. Make sure you're subscribed to Order Up on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts so all our latest releases go directly into your podcast feed. For today's episode, I'm speaking with my colleagues, Sean Kennedy, Executive Vice President of Public Affairs, and Brennan Duckett, Technology and Innovation Policy Director for the National Restaurant Association. Credit card transaction fees are generally one of the top operating costs for a restaurant. Last year alone, these fees went up 20%. The Credit Card Competition Act, which will be reintroduced in Congress soon, would open up credit card processing to competition, driving down those fees. Sean and Brennan, thank you both very much for taking some time to speak with us about this important topic today. So as the experts here, I will turn the mics over to you to lead today's discussion. Thanks, Carly. How's it going, Brendan? Good. Good, Sean. How are you? I'm good. Thanks, Carly. Appreciate inviting us on today. Of course. So what's interesting to me, Brennan, is that this is an issue, you would think that of all the issues that we hear about from restaurant operators, there'd be something really specific to restaurants. It'd be something on menus or labor or access to foodstuffs or things like that. But it's swipe fees. Why is swipe fees something that has been such a common complaint and more importantly, a common driving concern for restaurant operators trying to keep their doors open? Yeah, I think uh, it all starts with the fact that restaurant operators have to accept any form of payment to stay in business. It's an absolute imperative. And credit card usage amongst consumers has really skyrocketed in the past few years, especially with the pandemic and then of course, specifically to the restaurant industry, the growth in remote and online orders. And so the growth of credit card volume has sort of, I think, resulted somewhat in seeing higher fees for restaurant operators. But also, as Carly noted in the introduction, those fees continue to go up as well. And we continue to see those fees rise. Well, let's talk about that. So I absolutely agree with you that Restaurants are going to respond. More people want to pay with plastic. Totally understand that they want the convenience. They want the security. They're not carrying cash. Why are swipe fees going up right now? Well, let's also talk about from a dollar's perspective, from a cost perspective, where does this rate for most restaurant operators right now? And then why is it so high? Yeah, I'll start with your first question. And, you know, I think for the average restaurant operator, they'll see credit cards, the fees that they pay, there's a number of fees that kind of go into the larger swipe fee sort of nomenclature, right? And so a restaurant operator for every transaction that's paid with a card will pay anywhere between roughly one and a half to anywhere upwards towards 4% of the transaction total in fees. And those fees, of course, go to the banks that issue those credit cards that the consumers are using, as well as the card networks themselves. And so I think one of the harder pieces for operators to sort of when they look at their P&Ls, they see this wide variation of those percentages. So it's something that's a little bit difficult to budget. And as we've already discussed, the volume is increasing as well. And I think to answer your second question, there's one really main reason for that. And that's because today there's really two dominant card companies that control over 80% of the marketplace. And those credit card transactions can only be processed over those two card networks themselves, their respective networks. And this, you know, we kind of refer to this as the duopoly, right? Where the duopoly sort of allows these companies to effectively price fix how much it costs restaurants to run a credit card. 
and setting the fees charged by all banks. So the card networks set the rates at which the banks are paid for every transaction. And so essentially merchants, restaurants, operators, any retail oriented business has no say as to how much those fees look like. They're handed a big 800 page contract stack that they're essentially forced to take it or leave it. And so that's sort of one of the main reasons why we're seeing those fees in the way they are today. So we're in a situation where swipe fees are the third highest cost for your average restaurant. I'm looking at some notes here. The businesses paid a total of $93 billion in swipe fees to the two dominant companies in the last year alone. Are the rates going up? Is this just, is everything is going up with inflation? Is it keeping up with inflation? Is it higher? Where do things stand? Yeah, so it's a really good question. And I think there's a lot of layers to peel off. And I think part of it is that the fees are in fact going up. They've increased according to our numbers about 20% in the past year alone. But I also think, you know, as food prices rise and labor costs, you know, go up with the worker shortage that the industry is facing, supply chain issues, all of those things sort of compound to make menu prices slightly higher, right? And when all of those prices go up, you also have inflation coming in. And once all those prices get higher, therefore you're actually paying more on the fee itself. It's sort of like an inflation multiplier, so to speak. Right. Okay. So we know we've got a problem, Brennan, and we know that we can't fix it because we don't have negotiating power with this duopoly. So Congress needs to step in. The Credit Card Competition Act, how does that help average restaurants? And in lay terms, what does the bill do? Yeah, so it's a very simple piece of legislation. Essentially, the Credit Card Competition Act would require that any bank that has over $100 billion in assets, so we're talking the largest banks in the country, not your neighborhood or even sort of local community banks and frankly, credit unions as well, the largest banks in the nation, when they issue credit cards, they'd have to issue cards with at least two unaffiliated networks on the card to route their transactions. So what that essentially means is that one of the networks that can be used can be one of sort of the two dominant card companies, right? That can stay the same, but there are these other, there's about a dozen of them, alternative card networks that are oftentimes more cost-effective and even more secure than Visa and MasterCard. We've seen this already at play in the debit space when debit reform happened just over sort of a decade ago. And we've seen from numbers and history there that having that competition in the debit space has saved both operators of all businesses and consumers roughly $9 billion. So that's a huge amount. And of course, as we've discussed with credit card volume going up so quickly, the savings could be even more. So as long as that competition is in there, all those card networks have to compete with one another and restaurant operators will be able to choose which network to route their transactions on, the most cost-effective, the most secure. So finally, restaurant operators will have a bit of choice in the payments ecosystem when it comes to credit cards. So the Credit Card Competition Act ultimately forces the larger banks to at least offer more competition and give the smaller person a chance, which allows the restaurant to play among the three brands, three providers, and lower fees along the way. You talked about debit cards. So we've seen this before. We have competition in the debit card swipe fee space. Fees are lower paid by restaurants as a result of debit. We just need to get something similar to swipe. Now, one concern that I've heard on this bill in the past 
because this is not a new proposal, but in the past, it was more rate regulation, which certainly was offensive to some Republicans and some pro-business Democrats. Does this bill move into that space? Because even the National Restaurant Association has concerns with regulating how much a business can charge for their goods. No, I think it's a great point and something that is definitely worth articulating, which is that this bill does not create any kind of government mandated fee cap that was created when debit reform took place a decade ago. It only requires that what we call sort of in shorthand, the the dual routing requirement to take place, right? Just making sure that there are at least two networks per card to create a little competition to drive down those fees. And I agree, Sean, the, the fee cap is something that we sort of strategically decided not to pursue because that is a little bit more of a tough sell on the Hill to both Republicans and any members that don't want to see over regulation, heavy handed regulation in the marketplace. So the advantage of that approach is that we've got bipartisan support on this, Republicans and Democrats, which will help us from moving things to an evenly divided Congress. What are the major, I assume that the duopolists themselves and the banks that they work with, and we're talking Visa and MasterCard, I assume that they're against this strongly. What's the most compelling argument that you have heard from the other side, or what's the one that's most off-sided rather, and how do we address it? Yeah, thanks. Uh, and an understatement to say the least, you know, from our perspective, I think the banks and the card networks kind of see this piece of legislation as potentially their biggest threat, this Congress. And I think the most salient sort of talking point that has been proffered by the opposition has been that the bill will result in the loss of credit card reward programs. We know that those are all popular. I know us three on this call. I love my rewards. Yeah, exactly. Anyone listening, those have become sort of a mainstay in today's economy and personal spending and and all those things. And so no one wants to see those go away. And the short answer is, of course, that this bill will not eliminate credit cards rewards programs. The opposition made the similar arguments during debit reform where free checking would go away and those debit rewards programs would be eliminated. And those have, of course, only prospered more so. We're seeing in other countries that, you know, similar requirements that this bill would do are already in place. And those rewards programs are very much there. And of course, banks ultimately compete for their customers by offering these rewards. And so there is just no chance that they would get rid of essentially sort of their best way to market to customers to actually go out and get one of their credit cards. Okay. So we've got a bill. We know that the bill would help restaurant owners. We know that we're right on the policy and it's bipartisan. Tell me sort of roughly what's the state of play. Is the bill going to be introduced in the Senate and the House soon? Yeah, so the bill will be introduced soon on a bipartisan and bicameral basis. So we once again have Senators Durbin from Illinois and Senator Marshall from Kansas that will be leading the way in the Senate. And then a companion bill in the House will be introduced here soon as well. We have a few sponsors there, but those are sort of in flux just a little bit. So we want to make sure to solidify who we have as sponsoring in the House side so that those can kind of go together at the same time as a neatly tied up package. So we're expecting those. We're hearing that uh, on the House side, progress is being made on securing those co-sponsors. And so we expect the, the bill to be introduced here in the next few weeks. We're optimistic. We're crossing our fingers at any rate. But look, we're the underdog here, right, Brennan? I mean, this is not a bill that's a slam dunk. We are going against some very well-funded opponents. And what's the biggest thing that we need out of, I mean, I know that 
The National Restaurant Association is, we're in the halls of Congress and we're working with our state restaurant associations to make sure that we are being as loud on this issue as possible. But for a restaurant operator who's kind enough to be still listening to this podcast, what should they be doing? How can they engage and why does their voice matter here? Yeah, it's a great question. And so I think that at this point, and you kind of characterized it well, I think the other piece is that Congress, some of the folks that are in the Senate have battle scars from the debit reform battles that happened over 10 years ago. And so it's a tough vote for members. And I think that's a realistic sort of thing. And so what I would say, the most valuable thing that a restaurant operator can do is reach out to their senators and to their representatives to let them know how important this bill is and how much it truly would impact their bottom line, right? Like this is real money back in both the operator's pockets and consumer's pockets. It is something that Congress wants to hear from constituents now. As you've said, Sean, the National Restaurant Association, other trade associations in town, we've been in the halls of Congress and told the stories that we can tell. But the most valuable voice here really is constituents in districts and, you know, your business stories, your data, your anecdotes that will help to push this bill in both chambers over the finish line. And at the bottom line for us is this is in our top three list of priorities at the National Restaurant Association, our advocacy website is Restaurants Act, restaurants, plural, restaurantsact.com. And we've got a link where you can be connected directly uh, electronically with your member of Congress on the House and Senate and share your story and share that you're paying more in swipe fees than you're paying in health care for your employees, more that you're paying in tuition, more that you're paying in charitable contributions to your community. When they recognize that this issue really matters, and it may sound like an esoteric issue, but to most restaurants that are operating at a 3% profit margin, when you're being told that one of your, your number three costs just went up 20% last year and doubled over the past decade, it matters. We've got a solution, the Credit Card Competition Act, and we know we've seen it, why it works in the debit space as well. So you'll be hearing a lot more from Brennan and myself, and more importantly, the National Restaurant Association. Brennan, is there anything we missed as far as major arguments or talking points as to what restaurant operators should be communicating when they're speaking with their electeds? No, I think your last point was really good, Sean. I think that it's really eye-opening, you know, in talking to members of Congress. They don't, you know, throwing a number at them sort of in a vacuum is one thing, but being able to compare the expense, the costs associated with these fees compared to other really important expenses that your business is expending upon. Those are the numbers, the comparisons that really, really demonstrate just how much of a burden these fees are and how out of control they've gotten in the past few years. And so I really do believe that showing those numbers and being transparent with lawmakers about how much these fees are costing, especially in comparison to other important expenditures, is really the best way to go about it. Great. Well, listen, I think this is a slam dunk issue for most restaurants. We've got an uphill battle, but we have got the talking points. We've got the messaging. We know we're right. And uh, let's keep pressing. Carly, that's it for us. Thanks for having us. I'd like to give a special thank you to Sean Kennedy and Brennan Duckett for joining me today. As Sean mentioned, you can find the link to Restaurants Act and more information on the Credit Card Competition Act of 2022 in today's show notes. 
We're also including some relevant resources for you, including how you can tell Congress to pass the Credit Card Competition Act through our grassroots campaign. Make a difference on policy that affects your business. Join us June 19th through 21st, 2023 in Washington, D.C. for our public affairs conference and be a part of the industry's largest grassroots advocacy event. Every segment from quick service to fine dining is represented and includes large international brands to smaller independent operators who want to advocate for our industry. In addition to meeting with lawmakers on Capitol Hill, conference attendees will hear from top political speakers and celebrate the industry at networking events. To register, visit the link in our show notes. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.